This is Karen Hunter, and welcome to The Hub. This podcast is brought to you by NetSuite. NetSuite by Oracle. Listen, if you have a business and you have one system for sales, another system for inventory, another system for HR, you're all over the place. And it usually will cost you a lot of time and money to have that many systems. Well, here you go. NetSuite by Oracle, the business management software that handles every aspect of business in an easy cloud platform. It is your one-stop shop for everything from sales to inventory to HR, anything you need, NetSuite by Oracle, they have you covered. And right now it's the number one actually cloud-based business system. And you can go to netsuite.com slash Karen, netsuite netsuite.com slash Karen, and you can get the free guide, Seven Key Strategies to Grow Your Profits at netsuite.com slash Karen. Download the free guide, Seven Key Strategies to Grow Your Profits, netsuite.com slash Karen. The educated Negro have the attitude of contempt toward their own people because in their own as well as in their mixed schools, Negroes are taught to admire the Hebrew, the Greek, the Latin, and the Teuton and to despise the African. Of the hundreds of Negro high schools recently examined by an expert in the United States Bureau of Education, only 18 offered a course taking up the history of the Negro. And in most of the Negro colleges and universities where the Negro is thought of, the race is studied only as a problem or dismissed as of little consequence. This is the seat of trouble. That's the title of this chapter. It is the book The book is called The Miseducation of the Negro by Carter G. Woodson. Outside of Brainwash, this is a book that everyone should have in their library. As a matter of fact, I'm going to offer it myself so that you can read it for free. But in this book, um, Carter G. Woodson, who was the father of Black History Week, which then became Black History Month, PhD, the second PhD behind W.E.B. Du Bois to get his doctorate from Harvard, brilliant man, but he understood something that Black folk are educated in a way that is counterproductive. We are educated in a way that um, is almost self-hating, not almost is. Uh, We have been educated to not see ourselves as powerful, as smart, as brilliant, as the genitors, the progenitors of humanity. We're not taught that, and it's not taught in our schools, and it's not taught in our communities, and as a result of that, we are probably so much further behind because of our attitude about one another. And it shows up in how we support, it shows up in our, in our business bases and, and the allowance of other cultures to come into our communities. That could never happen in a community that loves itself. Because what, you, what you're giving up, not only is a lack of circulation of your dollar, but you're also giving up your, your children having jobs and, and having a community that looks like them where they can grow and learn and, and become, right? What you've also done is made your, your, your children and your community dependent upon other people to provide you with the things that you need, food, clothing, and shelter. Those are the three staples, right? So if you have a grocery store in your community and it's not black-owned, guess what? If you have a clothing store in your community and it's not owned by the people in the community, guess what? Uh, hair care, go down the list. Billions and trillions of dollars spent by us on things that never come back into our community. I talk about that a lot in this space. I talk about it as much as I can on the radio because I think this is the foundation for for the freedom that we're looking for and the justice that we're looking for. It starts there. 
So over the next 30 days, actually I started this uh, a couple of days ago on Friday. I made a decision uh, in addition to not playing any Trump video or audio on my, on my radio show. I made a decision that for the next 30 days, I'm going to speak uh, nothing negative. I'm not going to speak an utter a negative word about a black person. And while that may seem like, uh, wow, of course, well, that's easy. I didn't realize how difficult it is, you know, on social media. And this this was sparked by the, the negative backlash that Jay-Z has been getting over his uh, relationship with the NFL. And I've said this on the airways, whether you, you know, no matter what you think, I think that we should give Jay-Z the benefit of the doubt because in recent history, you know, from his criminal justice uh, stance and other things that he's done with his money, it's been pretty positive. Even that Barclays um, erection in Brooklyn, brought jobs and contracts to black people and revolutionized and, and revitalized the whole entire neighborhood. And he had a very small percentage of the nets and a, and a very small percentage of that, of that um, edifice that's now Barclays in Brooklyn. But he had a very large influence and impact over the future, which I think also brought uh, uh, Kevin Durant to the, to the Nets as well as Kyrie Irving. I think that was Jay-Z's influence. But I'm not here to litigate whether Jay-Z is a sellout or not. I'm here to say um, saying he's a sellout publicly doesn't serve anybody, especially when the people talking the most have very little detail. They're going off of their uh, instincts and emotions and not on what exactly exactly is going on. And also the picking up sides between Colin Kaepernick and Jay-Z, counterproductive, black people counterproductive. I tweeted out divide and conquer is one of the first laws to win. Uh, that's how you win wars, right? You divide and conquer especially when you don't have the numbers. And guess who has the numbers right now? Globally. What would happen if the global numbers came together and started working together? Listen, we argue, fuss, and fight among ourselves all the time and within our families. We do. We have brothers and sisters that, you know, fight over dumb stuff all the time, mothers and daughters. I mean, this is what we do. But the public uh, splaying of, of somebody... What does that do? If you don't know your numbers, you don't know your business. But the problem growing businesses have that keeps them from knowing their numbers is their hodgepodge of business systems. They have one system for accounting, another for sales, another for inventory, and so on. It's just a big, inefficient mess, taking up too much time and too many resources, and that hurts your bottom line. Introducing NetSuite by Oracle, the business management software that handles every aspect of your business in an easy-to-use cloud platform, giving you the visibility and control you need to grow. With NetSuite, you save time, money, and unneeded headaches by managing sales, finance, accounting, orders, and HR instantly right from your desktop or phone. That's why NetSuite is the number one cloud-based business system in the world. And right now, NetSuite is offering you valuable insights with a free guide, seven keys to grow your seven keys, seven key strategies to grow your profits at netsuite.com slash Karen. That's netsuite.com slash Karen to download your free guide, seven key strategies to grow your profit. So 30 days and I'm finding it difficult myself because I have been indoctrinated into the dozens. My natural go-to default is criticism and making fun of people and all of that. And I've said this on, on these airways before, but I have to work at it. I have to work to not say the things that are swirling around in my head. And I have to think like, damn, where did that come from? 
Why do, I, why do I have these thoughts? They didn't just come out of nowhere, and they're defensive. They're defensive and emotional. Like, so I'm, I'm on defense, constantly ready for somebody to come for me, so I'm going to destroy you verbally. But then what? So I destroy you verbally. I undress you. I make you feel little and small, and then where do we go from there? Do I feel much better? Probably in the moment, yeah, I got that off. But then what's the gain? And we have to be thinking more strategically about the gains and the wins and how we become victorious in these, in these movements, in these, especially on social media. So I get it. Everybody has an opinion. And for them, it's about the clicks and the algorithms and the engagements because I'm just giving you all a little insight right now. That's how a lot of these people are making their money on their Twitter engagements and their IG engagements. So the more inflammatory your commentary and the more you can put things out that people are gonna be engaging with you on, the more money you can make, but then how, so you individually are succeeding financially, but what about us? As we are now fighting over what? None of us, none of us have a stake in this really. None of us, really. So I want us to be more purposeful about how we think how we move, and how we interact. And for the next 30 days, my challenge is, and it's going to be a hard challenge because I got some callers and people on social media that really try me. <laughs> and they come from my community. Now, it's just black people. So white folk, be careful. You can get this smoke. But I think it's important for black folk to learn how to communicate with one another in a way that, yes, we can disagree. Somebody said, Karen, on Twitter, what about uh, constructive criticism? Yes, it's constructive criticism. Yes, we're allowed to do that with one another, but how, right? If you have a, a friend or family member or even somebody in the community that you can actually deliver the message to, so you can't constructively criticize Jay-Z because you don't know Jay-Z to have that conversation for it to have an impact. Constructive criticism is to build up somebody. It's constructive, it's to build. So you're telling somebody something to fix something within their character, within their movement that will allow them to be better. So constructive criticism is usually delivered one-on-one. -on -one. It's usually something and done in love and it's done in a certain way so that that person can receive it. Otherwise, it's going to be destructive. So be mindful of that as well, right? How do we, how do we deliver constructive criticism to people that we really want to see do better? And that's a challenge, whether you're teaching or a parent or what have you. But our, our goal, my goal over the next 30 days is to get into the habit of building people up. And I do it with the content that I deliver, but I now need to do it because words are powerful. In the beginning was the word and the word became flesh out of the overflow of the heart, right? Those are scriptures that actually speak to who you are. Like if you are a good person and your heart is good, then coming out of your mouth will be good things right? Things that will help and, and, and grow people, not destroy them. The tongue, the smallest organ in the body can, can destroy and can give life. And I'm choosing life. And I'm asking y'all to join me. So follow me on Twitter at Karen Hunter. Let me know what you think. Let me know how you feel about it, you know, and let's, let's have a conversation around it because while it seems like a small gesture, 30 days, 30 days can turn into, you know, uh, a year can turn into a lifestyle. And I think that that's what we need to get towards because it's okay to have a difference of opinion. Um, I even examined or displayed that on Instagram recently. Somebody was like, oh, Sean King, blah, blah, blah. He said this. And I said, listen, I disagree with Sean King, but I love Sean King. And I, cause you know what I'm saying? We can disagree. I think he's wrong about that particular stance that he's taken. And he probably thinks that I'm wrong, but it doesn't mean that I hate him. And I'm not going to speak any negative words about him. So this is how that's done. 
I'm working on it. We're all a work in progress. As long as we have breath in our body, we have a chance to do something different. So I appreciate you joining me on this journey. And this podcast is brought to you by FabFitFun.com. FabFitFun.com. Use my promo code, This Is Karen. You get $10 off your first box at FabFitFun.com. This is Karen, $10 off. It retails for $49.99. You get more than $200 worth of beautiful items. Let me just tell you how excited my mom was. And uh, when she got it, she was like, oh my gosh, she sent me pictures. She called me. She was like, did you send me something? I said, I sure did. And I got one for myself as well. And we have different things in our seasonal boxes because we're different people. You fill out a little questionnaire about the person you're either going to send it to about yourself. And FabFitFun, they will select the items to put in. Again, more than $200 value for just $49.99 at FabFitFun.com. Dot com. Use the promo code, this is Karen, and you get $10 off your first box. Beautiful items. Let me know what you think. Till next time. <laughs>